what podcast reviewer 37 describes as an indiscriminate hellish ride that I would not wish on my worst enemy. The industry's elite have said time and again, man, fuck those guys. Get ready. If your ears had butts, they'd about to be fucked. Welcome to the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. Oh, snapperoonies. Shit city. Here it is. The Butt Fuck Nowhere Show, episode 1515. As always, I'm Josh. I'm here with my good buddy co-host, Adam. Howdy. And, you know, today we, we, uh, we want to, I want to give a, I don't know, not a warning, but, uh, you know, just a, just a preface to people. This episode is probably going to be more, the beginning at least, more centered on sports-centric type talk, because... We've been talking about doing a sports podcast, but we don't know if we've got enough fucking juice or enough knowledge or enough, I don't know what the word is, to, to actually consistently talk about sports. So we're going to use the BFN show because this is the show that we talk about whatever the fuck we want. We're going to use this to try to see how our legs go, I guess, for talking about sports and how long. And if we do a couple of these episodes and it turns out, okay, cool, you know what, we actually have something to say, then we're going to probably just incorporate the Game Rage Sports Music, or not music, the Game Rage Sports Podcast into the mix, or something equivalent, we'll, we'll come up with a name, whatever. Um, so yeah, so today we're going to be talking about sports, sport, sporting things, so if you're not a sports person, and you don't like sports, then you're probably, as Adam would, would say, are going to have a really chapped ass, and <laughs> and Adam wants to bring back the phrase chapped ass, or ass chapping, or something to that effect. Yes, uh, actual phrase is uh this really chaps my ass or calling somebody a chap ass because get worked up over nothing or they just get hot headed. And I just True. like the phrase because it has chap and it just rolls off the tongue. I love it. So anyways, we're, we're, all right. We're, we're, so we're, how are we going to start this one? off? So, well, I'm thinking I'm kind of thinking that the first thing we could talk about is just our maybe personal experiences with sports maybe sports we've played yeah you know that sort of thing and then we can get into our sports that we like currently that we watch and kind of follow and teams that we're interested in yeah and then there is some news regarding teams a team that at least well you and i are both interested in the opposite teams you know mm. uh, in this deal it, it affects both of us me negatively directly, you yeah. positively but well, directly, you know yeah. yeah but directly affects both of us so yeah. that'll be interesting we can talk about that and yeah. then I kind of also I, I feel like I kind of want to do a little bit about fantasy football too because uh, oh, okay. okay I could do that because we've, I hate, I hate we've got it. a wealth of fucking knowledge I hate it yeah so do I I fucking hate it. I don't play it anymore because of this but anyways so I think we got we got enough here to do at least a whole episode on on sports so this is game or the BFN show sports episode if you don't like it if you don't like sports turn it off but we're also funny so you might just want to hear it even if you don't like sports you're probably gonna hear something that'll make you laugh yeah so um anyways I guess. I will start off and just talk about personally. I've always played sports my whole life. I was always, always played baseball for sure. That was my number one sport. Um, obviously with baseball, I've talked about it a little bit on here, but I, I haven't, I didn't go anywhere with it. I mean, I played varsity baseball in high school, but that was about it. I, as far as I got. And then 
I did play football for a little while. Um, but as at the as things went, uh, the people that I played baseball for didn't want me to risk getting fucking hurt playing football. So I ended up just stopping doing. I did that for like a year or two, played football. But I got the experience. I did it. It was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, shit. I'd go play football now, man. It's 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 fun. But as far as organized sports go, it's that and then martial arts, obviously. I don't know if that really I guess that counts kind of. Um, but that's my personal experience with sports that I've played. I haven't really or in organized terms played. You know, obviously when you're a kid, you, you play basketball, you play soccer, you play all those. I never really was I mean, I'm all right at basketball. I can I can do I can play fucking horse real well because I can I can shoot from a distance, but stationary you know or doing something that's uh maybe sort of a trickish shot i can kind of do those but not actually playing the game of basketball i'm kind of terrible at it basketball if made real would be a great sport that i'd <laughs> probably be good at but um you know soccer too much running i'm fucking not down for that yeah too much theatric well i also actually not too much i like the theatrics of soccer i do think that they're fucking hilarious i think trying to draw penalties off of nothing acting is great that's fucking awesome it's like wrestling it's got a fucking it's got that aspect to it yeah there's an that art showman, there's an art form and the showmanship there so i like that about soccer but i'm not about the running get fucked on that i'm out so hated soccer and that's pretty much it yeah i played all the big four sports at least here in america yeah and america. i did i did do roller hockey for like a season and a half and if i were to go back and play a sport now I would either enter into an old man baseball league or I would go play some sort of hockey just to fight people. And, and that's pretty much it. I'm not good at hockey. I mean, I can skate, but I'm terrible. I'm not really good at puck handling. You're going to be the first guy to stab somebody with a skate. Well, I'll be the second guy because somebody already did that. <laughs> but a real kid. I mean, not, oh, I like mean, on purpose. Not you know? fiction. Yeah. yeah, that's true. No, that guy in. um. Oh, the guy that actually slit the, slit he slit the, the dude's throat with the fucking oh, with the yeah. skate. Okay, let me. He like let, he like super kicked him. Let me let me see if I can find that real quickly. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, this just happened recently. It was in I don't want to say it's minor league hockey. I don't know if that's the right term, but that's the term I'm going to use. It was the it was not professional hockey. It was like a step below that. It was like adult semi professional hockey, and this dude just. I don't know what the circumstances were or what caused it to happen, but he just straight sweet chin musics this fucking guy with skates on on the ice and cuts his throat wide open and this dude is just gushing it is a fucking hell of a thing to watch a man die on on live television and you can watch it on recording too but man it is just to see this guy just gushing blood and there is just no way it's done it's over for him like you could see it the second it happens you're like oh this this guy's toast it's not there's way too much blood coming out of that 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 wound he's he's out and then yeah he eventually died from from the wound so that's fucking unfortunate. And I don't know what they're going to do with the guy who actually did it. I don't know if they're going to put him on trial or if they're, I don't know where that's at right now. Um, but anyway, that that's fucking crazy. So, so yeah. So if I was going to go play some sort of uh some sort of a sport now, it, it would definitely be one of those two. All right. Let me, let me see if I can read this real quickly. All so right. this is an NPR article that talks about it. So police in South Yorkshire shit. I don't want to turn this into a segment <laughs> where I'm just reading shit off, but just to read it yeah. real quickly. Police in South Yorkshire, England, say that they have made an arrest in connection with the death of Adam Johnson, a professional hockey player who died last month after his neck was slashed by the blade of a skate during a game. The man who authorities have not named was charged with sus suspicion of manslaughter. 
and was released on bail. Our investigation continues and we will pro provide further updates as and when we can. Uh, wait, so they didn't even find out who the person was? Didn't they? No, they know who the guy's name is yeah. because it was happened on tel on live on TV. There's yeah. video of it. What was that in England or is that in uh, Canada? That's England. Huh. Or they, they captured the guy in, in England. I don't know if he like fled or something. I guess. Oh, all right. Uh, what's the guy's name that i don't remember but that's it's still fucking it's a crazy Matt pet grave that's the guy who got killed or the guy who did the it the guy that did it damn crazy that pet grave yeah will you googling him see what he, see yeah. What he says <clears throat> yeah what a fucking crazy situation but anyways yeah so where, where are we going with that oh i was just saying that that's one of the two sports i'd play just to fight people that was it i'd play hockey just to fight people and I'd go back and do old man league. I've thought about that. Like, I think I've talked about it on here a couple of times, but I've thought about doing it. And before we started doing this shit, mm. I probably would, I would have gone and done it just mm -hmm. to do it. But now that we've got this shit, there's more better use of my time. I'd rather spend the time doing this than going and play baseball with a bunch of fucking old, old men. Or Although, maybe down the road, maybe down the road, maybe down the road. It might be a fun story to discuss about going back and playing. But Dude, have know. you thrown a baseball in a minute? It's been a while, yeah. It's been like, when was the last time we went and fucking threw the ball around? I don't know, but Man. I threw the I threw a football the other day with my yeah. nephew. How'd that it, go? It, it took me a while for my <laughs> arm to like warm up. Yeah, because it felt like my arm was gonna fall. <laughs> felt like it was gonna fall off, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm telling you right now, it's probably gonna hurt. Like, if we should just go play fucking catch yeah. in the street one of these days, just to or at the park across the street, just yeah. to fucking. This, warm it up and just feel it you this know motion like putting your arm over your shoulder yeah it's such an unnatural it, fucking motion yeah that's why dudes who are pitchers have to have rotator cuff surgery all the time yeah because that fucking rotator cuff is not meant to do that that throwing motion is not meant to be repetitive over yeah. and over again 800 times mm. a month or whatever the fuck how often they pitch yeah so just doing that was kind of uh i'm like shit why is this it, it doesn't hurt it's just discomforting yeah and that wasn't there before and i'm like i didn't injure my shoulder or anything it just feels that way so i, I now i just need to warm it up slowly and, yeah and then go from there yeah all right so if you well, let me hear your history and your experience yeah with sports. uh shit well i was really interested in soccer for a time uh i used to play youth league soccer and then Everybody else in my immediate family played tennis, so I hopped on that for a minute. I played varsity tennis all four years of high school. Uh, and then, obviously, like, you know, during recess, we'd play football. I was the quarterback, usually. Yeah. Because I was the only one that could throw amongst my friends. Uh, one thing that always bothered me was, like, it was the brown kids versus, like, everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was these groups of guys in my, my grade school that uh this guy obviously played like youth football and man like him and these other guys that were obviously outmatched us mm -hmm. uh i mean we gave him a good fight but it was just always kind of like a uphill battle i always fucking hated that dude because nobody ever wanted to play on our fucking <clears throat> team so we had to yeah, compensate you sucked no, we didn't suck. I didn't <laughs> well, suck. You were, the team was the team was just not they, as but good. They just, it wasn't fair. Like it yeah. wasn't just like all right, everybody gets the pick of their 
players. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just wanted to be on the winning side. I'm like, man, right. you guys fuck cocksuckers. Dude, yeah, I hated that, man. Honestly, I, I forgot about that, too. We did used to play fucking football at school all the time. Man, shit, that's how I got kicked out of junior high, was yeah. fucking from playing tackle football. Yeah. And it for us, it wasn't it wasn't the brown kids versus everybody. It was the gangbangers versus the non-gangbangers. That's, yeah. that's how we differentiated the lines. Yeah. And always the gangbangers, we whoop their ass, man, because, you know, they're sagging their pants. They're wearing fucking shoes that are not quite athletic. Yeah. So we'd always whoop their ass and then they'd get mad and then we'd end up fighting at the end of the game because, you know, we were, we would we play tackle football and we would go hard, man. Yeah. We were, dude, it was like fucking you remember uh, was it the replacements? I think that movie with Keanu Reeves, mm. when it's like all the, the NFL lockout, it's like the NFL lockout or the, whatever the team was called or the, the league was called in that movie. And they, they fucking have these amateur dickheads come into play. And it's like, there's one whole play where they're just drop kicking everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how it was. When we play every play was just drop <laughs> kicks and fucking body slams. That's fucking great. Fucking crazy shit. Sorry. Anyways, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but go yeah. Ahead. Uh, so I mean, dude, if there was one sport in, I think I never actually got to play baseball in a formal setting uh-huh. in a youth baseball league or even high school but i always wanted to but i was also afraid of take because I, I had an experience when i was like five years old where my brother threw a baseball and i wasn't quick enough to put my glove up so i, I took i took one right i think on the chin or right uh, in my mouth yeah and i'm like that shit hurt i don't know if i want to take one faster than that you know when guys are batting and you tee one off and you take a fucking line drive to your oh, face yeah or even the gut or whatever the fuck it might be. But that shit sucks. So I never actually played baseball formally. But I did play baseball with, like, the neighborhood kids that were lived around me. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, we used to... Because where I lived, uh, there, there's, like, a... Um, it was it was actually kind of like the perfect garage door because it had the rectangle for a strike zone. Mm-hmm. So we used that for the strike zone. And we used tennis balls and gloves and... Um, we basically just used uh, if something looked like a line drive, then we yeah. call it a single visible man on base. And then home run was basically over somebody else's house. Like that was Damn. the home run. Uh, but we like and it was just if nobody else was around, it was just two of us. Then it was just, you know, invisible men. And we just pitched to each other and we do it for like five innings until, you know, your parents tell you to fucking go home and do your homework or. Eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I say the the majority of my time was probably dedicated to fucking tennis. I was a pretty good player, but I don't think I had the competitive edge to play. I I just liked hitting the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's more or less kind of the extent of my uh experience with sports. But as far as appreciating or being a spectator of sports, I think baseball is probably probably my number one sport. Like I I've, I've always I had a grandmother that lived around um, lived around Echo Park area. Mm-hmm. So it's like adjacent to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So I've always been a fan of Dodger baseball for as, y- as young as I can remember. Hockey, I probably got into that in my teenage years. I wasn't old enough or keen enough to know about like Wayne Gretzky when he was around for uh, ho- and hockey wasn't nearly. I mean, it's still not even big in California just yeah. yet. But I mean, it's getting there. I mean, the teams are really the teams are a lot better. I mean, shit. The Ducks won the cup, I think, on one occasion, right? Yeah. No. You know, I don't know they if did, they, they did. Did they? <coughs> I think they beat the Ottawa Senators. Uh, 
in the 2010s. I don't remember what. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Uh, then the Kings, that's I mean, they, you know, sometime in the early 2010s, 2012, 2014, Kings won Stanley Cup. I was paying attention to those years. And now they're, I mean, they had a, <laughs> it's been like a decade since so they kind of been relevant to hockey, but now they're kind of turning things around. Uh, football, love the Raiders because when they were here, I paid attention to them. Yeah. And then they, obviously they left back to Oakland and now they're in fucking Las Vegas. And I'm still sticking with them. Cause I just don't, I don't change teams. I'm just like fucking ride or die for sports. Uh, and, uh, shit tennis. I did follow when I was paying attention more when I was playing. Uh, but I've kind of fallen off on that. And, uh, I tried getting into cricket. I just, I have no idea what the fuck is going, <laughs> what is going on with cricket. I, I, yeah, that's lost on me. I tried. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking, uh, all the, uk nations are under the dominion of the crown yeah the, that yeah. play fucking cricket get fucked i don't I'm yeah sorry, it doesn't I tried, make it dude, i tried it doesn't I make tried. sense man i don't get it i tried um soccer or football rather the probably the more appropriate term i tried i mean european football is leagues above u.s soccer because i mean they're taking shots from like oh shit yeah. 10, 10 or 20 yards back from where the uh the goal zone area i forgot what that's called like the, the goal box or yeah yeah uh i mean they're taking shots from all the way over there and making incredible passes and man we're just like so much further behind but i mean now they're having a lot of the european players come out over to the u.s because they want to get that fucking payday or whatever yeah. but it's still not enough for me i don't care no yeah don't care basketball i mean should i play basketball when i was younger love the lakers got to see kobe and Shaq do their thing five championships all that shit even even with Kobe and Paul Gasol in the 2010s, but mm-hmm. uh, haven't really been paying attention too much with LeBron because I've never really been a, like a huge LeBron fan and don't really care. So yeah, yeah. we got. Um, well, you brought up a fucking repressed. Not I don't know if it's a repressed memory a repressed or whatever. Memory. But, but like from when you're talking about all this shit for me to kid, I forgot that technically, on a technical purposes, I was technically a professional skateboarder at one point. Oh yeah, because when I in like '98. 99 i don't remember the exact year but it was around then there used to be because skateboarding was big when we were fucking i don't know about for you but at least for me in my circles i ran in skateboarding was like was fucking yeah everybody loves skateboard yeah and so there was this local i don't know board store it was extreme board shop ebs and they they don't exist anymore and they don't exist anywhere they're just completely fucking gone and I don't know if they were a national kind of deal or if they were just semi-local to Corona. I'm not fucking sure. But they had this deal set up where like every six months they would do a recruitment and they would do quote unquote what they call them. They called a sponsorship. And so you could go and try out quote unquote and get sponsored. All you had to be able to do was I think you had to do you had to be able to do an ollie, a kickflip, and then you had to be able to do some sort of grinding for I think. 10 feet it didn't matter what kind of grind you did but you had to do it for like 10 feet and then one they called it like a special trick so i had not developed but i had learned how to do it was called the hard flip where you basically flip the board up and it goes in between your legs Mm. and then it and then it slams back down on the ground and then you just fucking land on it and so that was that was like my tri- my special my special move I guess in Tony Hawk terms, mm. uh, my finisher in, in wrestling terms. Yeah. And so you didn't have to do anything. All you had to do was just do that. And then they said, "Oh, cool!" And you like sign this thing, and then you're sponsored. And then now you could go in like once a month, and you could get a free shirt, and you got stickers, and like they would just give you shit. 
And I think it was more for them to try to advertise. Yeah, yeah. To, to like, to, so that you would wear their shit for free, and then everybody would be like, oh, where's that? And then you would say, oh, I'm sponsored by Extreme Board Shop. And you, and then, but you had some merit, too. Yeah, and you, yeah, that's exactly what it was. You had this quote-unquote merit. And so, dude, I remember everybody was like, oh, if you weren't sponsored, then you were a fucking straight poser. Because it was so easy to get sponsored by this fucking place. Yeah. And so I remember everybody I went with to at school that was a serious... And there was not a lot of... There was maybe like 10 or 15 of us that were quote-unquote sponsored. Yeah. And we were we were almost like a, like a click in and of ourselves. But none of us hung out with each other. Mm-hmm. But whenever we'd see each other walking, we'd always just do that like the tip of the hat like respect yeah you, you are one of the chosen ones <laughs> because you could do three fucking tricks like an <laughs> asshole that everybody else can do but maybe their moms just wouldn't take them to go to fucking yeah you know uh to the to the tryout you don't have the fucking or shirt. some shit so yeah i remember that was fucking that was hilarious but um but yeah so uh it, that was another sport i guess technically that i played but other than that in terms of sports nowadays that, sports entertainment oh shit wrestling don't <laughs> even well we have a whole wrestling podcast uh, you know but what that's okay that's one regret that i had um not not trying out wrestling pro wrestling yeah because their shit was intense man because yeah. uh, we had a mutual friend that was oh, yeah. on the wrestling team and they used to do like um they turn on the heat oh shit they do yeah. their exercises and sweat them out yeah and i don't know man just the idea of the training for wrestling itself sounded really cool. And you know, these, I don't, I mean, I, I guess it was because they were trying to make their weight class or whatever, but everybody like that was in wrestling had a fucking bottle that they would fucking spit in. <laughs> yeah. Cause they were trying to make, you know, weight. Cause you know, it's, I guess spitting it helps help dehydrates it. you or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, cause that's how you, that's how you drop weight quick is you just get dehydrated really bad. Cause yeah. you know, whatever 10 or 15% of your body weight is just water. So right, you can yeah. drop that amount of weight overnight if you just be super dehydrated and it's terrible for you so but i mean nowadays there's professional fighters that there's legitimate somewhat healthier protocols to to do that to cut weight but i remember there was this one kid on the wrestling team that fucking was sitting there in one of my class and he was like eating an almond just eating an almond he was just slowly like taking very slow bites and it's just one almond and i was like what are you doing and he's like oh, i'm eating lunch and i and i was like well what do you mean and he's well this is my lunch you're one fucking almond? Yeah. Yeah, that's all I can eat today. Yeah. I was like, why? And he's, he's like, well, because I, I got to cut weight. So this all I get to eat today is this one almond. So I'm trying to make it last. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking like, wow. What a miserable fucking existence In that fucking was. In fucking high school, dude. In like, high school, you got to learn. That's when your brain needs to be at 100% so you can fucking do it. But now you're basically starving yourself half the year while you're trying to make weight to yeah. wrestle. And then... For what? For, for what, what reason, though? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with that? Shit. But, but I, I did think... I mean, shit, if there was anybody that had any real athletic ability and maybe the swimmers, too, because the swimmers were like, definitely, dude, I can't swim for more than, I don't know, five minutes or whatever. But yeah, so these guys are doing like 30 fucking laps. No big deal. They were the giga chads of the school. True. uh, Because you had had the physique and everything. But I mean, if anybody was going to fucking scrap at school, like you weren't going to fuck with a wrestler, dude. So, oh, yeah, that's that was kind of like the reason I thought about doing it but i never knew if i had that ability so small regret yeah about that but anyways yeah you remember you remember that time we went and fucking wrestled Wrestled at the the park park? yeah (laughs) and that one dude fucking choked that girl like just fucking yeah for no reason because she well she was whooping his ass and then he just gets on her and just fucking starts rape choking her and i'm like bro this is it call it a day that that was a fucking 
that was, was fun. That was a fun fucking time. It was. It was. It was like no fucking lights. It was the middle of the, the night. Wrestling at the park. We just straight up decided we were all sitting there. I think we had been drinking and we were just. Hey, you guys want to go wrestle? Yeah. Where are we going to do this at? Well, because we, I think we were at. I think we were at either. I think we were at Frank. Were we at Frank's place? I don't remember. We were somewhere. Yeah. And we were just. Where are we going to go? Oh, we can't do it here. There's no room. Oh, fuck. Let's, let's go to the park. Oh, let's go to the park. Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm. And fucking. Two in the morning or whatever the fuck time it was. I don't know. Yeah. We all roll out there and fucking there's these people there at the park. There's these like girls just chilling. So we're like, all right, well, we don't want them to call the cops on us because they're going to see us fighting each other. So we need to fucking do. We need to be proactive on this. Yeah. So then we we go up and tell them that we're uh, we're with the local college wrestling team <laughs> and then we're just practicing. So don't don't call the cops on us. And they were like, oh, yeah, cool. No problem. Don't worry. We won't. And so then we're going. And then this chick comes up and she's like, oh, hey, can I wrestle? And then I was like, I don't know about this. And then the one the one crazy fucking former friend of ours was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And all right. So I think I ref that one. And then and then he fucking she was like kind of tying him up like she did some jujitsu on her or some shit. And then he got mad. And then he just because he was bigger than her. So then he just rolls over on her and just starts fucking just straight rape choking her man like just and i'm like bro whoa hold on you gotta stay you cannot do that bro what is fucking wrong with you yeah you are that is against we have no rules but that is against the rules for sure yeah and man that was a fun-ass fucking time though (laughs) yeah i remember we i wrestled against one of our friends and that guy actually wrestled in high school oh yeah and i nearly won but i don't know what happened i feel like some bullshittery happened with uh the person in charge of the clock, <laughs> but I ended up losing, but I, yeah. I wasn't even mad. Cause like, I didn't even know if I could even fucking fight, but, uh, it lasted long enough for me to nearly choke him out. Cause I, I nearly had him, but yeah. Uh, that yeah, was, that was no, a fun was experience. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. I, I wrestled him too. And, uh, yeah, man, he was race. He's race stronger than he looks. I tell you that. Oh man. Yeah. And, and fuck dude. I like, uh, he fucked up my foot too. Somehow. This is, I think this is like right after uh, or during the time we were doing P90X. Yeah, yeah. Because we were actually kind of in, in shape. decent shape. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's find out how. We, <laughs> let's like, find how, out who the toughest one is. Yeah. <laughs> By wrestling each other like idiots at the park yeah. in the middle of the night. But yeah, that was fun. But anyways, all right, back to the, the to topic at hand, I guess. Current sports teams that you follow or current sports that you follow, what do you what do you got? Um, I haven't been following. The Lakers too much, but uh, I know maybe, they, they just they, they just won the in season tournament, uh-huh. the, the course with like LeBron and Anthony Davis and shit and company. But yeah. baseball is like bar none my favorite sport. Yeah, uh, hockey is probably second, football third, and yeah, respectfully, Dodgers, L.A. Kings, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for me, yeah, I would say it's probably the same baseball. Well, maybe not in that order, but baseball, hockey, football. That's pretty much what I'm what I'm watching or following now at this point. Mm. Um, I feel like I I will have to explain my choices in team because fucking I, you it's know so pe- people are fucking assholes. But it's not wishy washy because I'm not fucking I'm not changing teams or whatever. So obviously for you know those of you that know me you're gonna already know the answer to this but for football yeah I'm, I'm a fucking patriots guy i have been always been a patriots guy since before fucking like the 2000s all right when, when this my dad was a fan i don't know why but he was he was a fan when they were bad 
Okay. And so was I. Yeah, they were shit for a long time. For a long time. And I was a fan back when Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback. Okay. So I remember those days. And they were they were garbage. I feel a sense of deja vu because I feel like that's what's happening now. <laughs> yeah. But I don't care because we just had the 20 fucking year run of the greatest fucking run in sports history. Yeah. So sure, I got lucky and I lucked into a good fucking that, that ended up turning into a good team. It, they weren't a good team when I started following them. No, they were not. So people always give me shit for it. And I'm just like, what? Like the other day, I went in to go rent a fucking cubic or a, a storage thing. Yeah. And I, I was wearing my Patriot Santa hat. And that second I walk in there, oh, how can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm here to rent a unit. I don't know if we can rent to you. And I was like, why? And they're like, oh, that hat you got on. And I'm like, because I'm a Patriots fan. I, and I so I said, you know, I, I just said to her, I said, you know, you people who are against the Patriots, you are, you're, those jokes don't work anymore because you're getting your laughs now because we're terrible. You shouldn't give a shit that I'm a Patriots fan. You should laugh incessantly at me, but not deny me service. Back when we were winning, yes, I got that all the time. Oh, I don't know if we can, if I'm wearing my Patriots hat or a Patriots shirt, oh, I don't know if we can serve you at this restaurant because you're a Patriots fan. I get it. You don't, people hate, people don't like things that are better than them and Patriots, well, we're just, we were just better than them. Now we're not. So whatever, you're getting your fucking last laugh. Yeah, I don't understand here locally why there's so many Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I don't get that one. I mean, I guess it's California uh, or it's, where we where we're at. Yeah. There wasn't a team for a long time. I mean, the Raiders right. left, the Rams, the Rams left, left, and everybody had, else was like 49ers. Well, yeah, San, you got way up north 49ers or you got San Diego Chargers. That was what you had for the longest time. Yeah. And but there's people that just out of nowhere, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers? Well, it's cuz I feel like it's cuz they went on a run and they were winning championships. Yeah. But it's funny because I have not met many other people who are Patriots fans around here. Yeah. And the Patriots again arguably had the best run, so you figured some of us would have came along, but I guess people wouldn't wouldn't uh, go to that extreme, yeah. I guess, or whatever. But it's I see I see uh Steelers fans and I see Cowboys fans. And you know what the weirdest one is? I was just watching the Chargers game earlier today when I was folding laundry. Yeah. And it was Chargers and Broncos. And they were in L.A. And, man, there were more orange jerseys than there were fucking blue jerseys in the fans. It was a sea of fucking orange. Every time a Denver play would happen, I thought that I thought I was just listening to it at first. I thought they were playing in Denver. Yeah. And they were not. They were playing in L.A. So I was just like, wow, this is this is wild. So that's another one that kind of throws me. But anyways, so for that and then we got for baseball, I am I'm an Angels fan. Uh, I've always I've followed the Angels since I was a kid, since they were the California Angels. Um, they should bring those jerseys back. Those were sweet. I was a kind of a fan of the Dodgers for a while. And I don't know if we've talked about this before or not, but I just had a bad experience at oh the God, stadium. Here we go again with the it, fucking Mike Piazza shit. Listen, not, no, not it didn't have to do. Mike Piazza wasn't the bad. Mike Piazza was the reason I liked the Dodgers. All right. Mike Piazza's. Uh, who's the one that did you dirty? Well, it was Eric Karros and Bobby Bonds. All oh, right? Those right, were the yeah, fucking yeah, two yeah, assholes right. that fucking did me dirty, okay? Now, granted, you know, I was a kid, so and it really maybe wasn't even their fault, but it kind of was. But they they saw what would happen and allowed security to escort me out as a fucking child, yeah. okay? As a fucking child. And sign adults baseballs, who all those assholes were going to do, were going to go fucking sell, sell their them. shit. That's yeah. all they were going to do. I was going to keep that shit as a fucking memory, and I would still have it to this day. I still have, I had Antonio Osuna. I have a signed Antonio Osuna ball. I got fucking uh, Maury Wills. I got some, uh, some shit from him. I got a bunch of, sh- like, several things signed by him. Uh, technically, that was my dad who got that because it was the car dealership he was working at. Maury Wills came in to buy a car, and they gave him a good deal, so he said, like, oh, I'm going to sign shit for everybody. So he got 
shit signed and it's made out to me which is cool it's made out to josh like which is kind of cool my dad got it like signed to me but so you couldn't even overlook these two incidences in <laughs> like i i just no, can't believe it's it. just it's stuck in my fucking brain for so long and i just i have such an ill will against the organization of the dodgers that i can't i just can't get it out of my fucking head i don't know why god damn even and this is what shows you i'm not a wishy-washy fan because winning a world series would make me considering the team i've been on board with hasn't won in fucking 20 years a world series yeah 21 years yeah, yeah 2001 was when they won 2002. i mean sorry 2002 I, I haven't fucking you would think that i would if i was a wishy-washy fan i would have said you know what i can i can i can let that go i'm gonna jump on board the dodgers but i'm not a wishy-washy fan and i can't let this go so fucking i just can't get on board back with the dodgers i just i don't know i'll never be able to do it i'll always till i die I just hate the dodgers and i'll be an angels fan that's it's so just, fucked dude it's <laughs> like the whoever whatever that moment <laughs> provoked in you it's like well what about all the other good times dude you're right i had a bunch of good times all the good times of going to dodger stadium man listen to vin scully watching dodger games on ktla5 yeah and hearing vin scully fucking talk about the dodgers and fucking because i did i liked both the dodgers and the angels the angels were my american league team and the dodgers were my national league team yeah. when i was a kid and that one fucking event happened and i fucking said never again will i be a dodgers fan i left <clears throat> the stadium and i said get fucked and I'm never watching the Dodgers again. And then fucking Mike Piazza had already been traded. He was already on the Mets, I think, at that point. So I just said, good. You know what? Now I definitely don't need to be a Dodgers fan. And not that I became a Mets fan, but I fucking, or a Marlins fan when he went to play for them. But, you know, I like Mike Piazza. He's a good dude. Glad he made it into the Hall of Fame. Fucking he did. excellent fella, you know? So, uh, but anyway, so, so yeah. So we had, I had the Angels. And then for hockey, I kind of, I never really had a hockey team. I just liked hockey. I liked the fucking sport of hockey. I didn't really root. I would basically like go watch the playoffs and I'd pick a team at the beginning of the playoffs. Like when I was a kid and I just root for that team <laughs> yeah. throughout the fucking playoffs. And then if they would be eliminated, I would just kind of like pick a team. but I never owned any gear or anything from any team. I just kind of was like, man, I had a couple of ducks things. Cause I had went to a couple of ducks games. Yeah. Um, my wife is a huge fucking Kings fan, much, much like you. And, when we got together, I just, I don't know, man. I just couldn't fucking jump fully on board just because I felt like an asshole being like, ah, I'm going to co-op. Because that was when they were winning Stanley Cups at that time when we were getting together. It was like yeah. around that time. Yeah. So I, I just felt like I'd be a bandwagoner. So I just didn't jump on board. And then I said, you know what? I told her, I said, you know what? The next fucking expansion team that ever comes out or if a team moves locales, I'll fucking maybe jump on board with them and pick that team. So as it just so happened a few years later in 20 fucking what, 17, I think, or 18, they added the gold, the Vegas, the Vegas team, the Golden Knights. So I jumped on that bandwagon. I feel like that was it, 2019. Maybe it was 2019. Well, I think it was 2018 was when they like announced it, and so that's when I started getting like hyped for it. Oh and yeah, then yeah. The, I think the 2019 season was the first time they played. I think their jerseys so, are AIDS, dude. The color scheme is dog shit, but yeah, go you ahead. know it. You're right, it is, and it's because the guy fucking likes. Or he, I don't know if he went. The guy who owns the team, I don't know if he went to West Point, but that's what the whole thing's named after is the West Point Gold, like the Knights, like the uh, like that's and that's what the color scheme looks like too. Yeah, it has like these really odd metallic colors, like yeah, whatever that mustard, that gold it mustard, like it's, puke. yeah, it's, it, it, it just it looks is, like puke. It is AIDS. Yeah. It's bad. It's it's straight. The white up jerseys are fine because it like yeah. kind of evens it out. It does. Everything the, else, the is red, AIDS. the yeah. red, they have these red jerseys with this other logo that's like. It's like they're, I don't know if it's like their throwback version because they didn't exist. So they just made up a throwback version, but it's like these two crossed swords and then like a star in the middle and their Jersey, it's like red. It's like a stripe of red and then a stripe of black. And it looks pretty fucking sweet. 
So I like those jerseys. But anyways, so I jumped on board with them. And yeah, I again, I got lucky. They just happened to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals the first season of existence, which was fucking crazy. And they basically made the playoffs, I think, every year except for one that they've existed. And then obviously last season, after seven or six seasons, they won the Stanley Cup. So, which was great because that guy who was the owner had said that his goal, and this is like, to, to talk about fucking discipline and motivation, his fucking goal when they started out, he said, I want to build a team that will win a Stanley Cup within the first seven years of existence. And he made it fucking happen. And he was like, here you go. This is what it takes. Do your push-ups. Go ahead. But um, so anyway, so for me, that's why I jumped on the Golden... I jumped on the Golden Knights bandwagon when they were first created. So I don't feel like a wishy-washy fan or someone who has... I don't know what the word is. You know, I, I don't feel like a bandwagoner because... If I would have jumped on when they won the Stanley Cup or after, after maybe they made it to the playoffs the first season, I would have said, okay, yeah, I could be considered a bandwagoner. But no, I did it. When the team was announced, I said, cool, this is going to be my team. Bought my first fucking hat. I think I bought a hat from them. I don't own any jerseys yet because I just haven't been able to justify the expense of buying a jersey. But um, I own a shit ton of shirts and fucking hoodies and hats from, from them that I bought over the years, which is cool. And then... Um, I have gone and seen them play. I've seen, I, every year when they play the Kings, we usually see them. We didn't get a chance to go see them this year because it happened real quick at the beginning of the season. And we just didn't. Just one thing was the timing wasn't right this year. And I thought they were going to be playing again at the end of the season. But I guess they're not. Or they are, but they're playing in Vegas. So I don't know. We have a kid. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll get to go see them in Vegas. But um, that's one convenient thing is that if we start, if we, if Game Rage goes places, um, we both like hockey and you pick the team that's conveniently in Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, we can go see the Kings play the, the fucking Knights in Vegas like yeah. all the time too. Cause that's, cause that's going to be sweet, especially cause a lot of times when they play, it's in April yeah, and that's when that level up expo is. Yeah. So like if it could be around the same time frame, that'd be sweet as shit. We could go to the expo as press, get in for free, fucking go, go see, game. go to a hockey game. And then Katie would love that. Cause she, she could come like we could have, we have a, a great old time. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty sweet. And we're in the same fucking conference or division even. So like, yeah, so it's like nice to have a little bit of a, it's like a, in it's like a rivalry kind of thing, I guess. And they're well, close by the, like the, it's not, it's not lore, but it makes sense to have another team. That's, I mean, the LA Kings, like what the fuck is that? But then there's the golden Knights now. So it's right. Like, yeah. The fantasy element that they're, they add another team that's not just like stupid. They're within the conference. There's another team that kind of relevant to them. The yeah, Kings, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh it's it's cool. It's fun. It's 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 nice doing that, and it's a good thing. So uh yeah. So those are my three fucking teams that I follow. On a on a quick side note, a sport that I've always wanted to try or attempt to get into is fucking rugby. Rugby. I don't know what it is about rugby that just. I, I think it's the nature of not wearing any protective gear. I don't know. Something about that just calls to me and it's the violence of it. And I don't know. I just, I just, I just always wanted to get into it, but I, for some reason never have. I wouldn't, I think it's, that's a game dominated by Samoans. I mean, wipe, wipe, yeah. wipe the floor with you. Six foot. You're right. They probably would. They're, they're six foot, six foot, three fifty. Never walk straight again. Not emotional damage, physical damage. Yeah. All right, we're talking about Fucking death, yeah. <laughs> lifelong chronic pain, dude. I mean, fuck, I already got that anyway. So, Actually, tr <laughs> truth be told, I mean, shit. For whatever reason, rugby seems to be a lot more safer. 
than Dude, there football. is a <laughs> lot less fucking head injuries and CTE in rugby. And I think it's because in football, because you're wearing the gear, I think it gives you the illusion of invincibility. And you're dipping your head down when right. you're, as a running back. And in rugby, you're not doing that. You're keeping your head up because you don't want to clonk heads. And you're trying or not you square up. Like, yeah, you're yeah. squaring up when you hit each other. You're not you're not hitting each other fucking like head on, essentially. You're squaring up. So like your shoulders are colliding, or you're using a lot of your upper back and your shoulders to fucking jam into people. So you're not you're not sticking your head and neck down there. Basically. I feel like you'll dislocate your shoulders or whatever. <clears throat> I feel like that's probably a good thing that or not a good thing, but a, a popular injury is is shoulder dislocations. But I mean, I don't know shit about rugby, but I imagine that's like I mean, if you're like leading with your shoulder, I imagine you run into somebody and oh, yeah. your shoulder's going to fucking pop out. But that's like the least of your problems. Right. That's better. Considering the NFL, like getting your brains scrambled. scrambled. I, I, listen, I'd much rather have a fucking dislocated shoulder than a goddamn concussion. All yeah, right? yeah. I've had a few concussions in my lifetime. And I will tell you, I would much rather take any other injury, even broken bone, perhaps, yeah. over a fucking concussion. Because yeah. those things fuck you up. But anyway, so, all right, to get into, so now you've kind of heard about our backstories and everything in terms of sports and what we're into for 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted to get into a current topic of, of, of news with sports, this which will is probably curious for the rest of the, oh, fucking- I, I'm sure it will. Uh, but I wanted to talk about this Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani thing where for those of you that don't know, Shohei Otani is considered essentially, I think there were. I don't know if it's too early to call him this, but he's being referred to as the Babe Ruth of our time. Hey, dude, he won two consecutive uh, <laughs> AL MVPs in a row. I think his war pretty fucking damn high. Well, and his he, batting he, average was fucking. It was like, I mean, I don't know if it was 300, but it was either that it was or close. It, was, it was close. And his ERA was like two something. And he hit a decent number of home runs as well. So as, oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. as a pitcher. And so that's where he, he may go down. As probably in our modern era of the 2020s. I think in general. In general, yeah, he may go down as one of the greatest players of all. I mean, for sure, he is future Hall of Fame worthy 100%. Yeah, because Babe Ruth didn't even do. Oh, none of these kind of numbers. Like, he yeah. Pit, yeah, of course he pitched, but I think towards maybe the back end of his career, he's like. He just DH and that was it. There was, there was no pitching. So yeah, exactly. This is the first time we've had somebody do it on both ends. And, you know, this is interesting about how. Him as a as a hitter, when his pitching career kind of wanes and ends, you can still hit. So you could still stick around. You can get some years of longevity just hitting, just yeah, being DH, a DH. Yeah, DH you adds know? life. I mean, if he's still hitting, yeah, that's still a thing. But I mean, I don't see why not if he still fucking hits. Yeah, if he can still hit, like yeah, yeah, exactly. So, anyways, so he's from Japan. He played in the Japanese pro leagues. Won the WBC, the World Baseball Classic. With, right. Uh, his well, I don't know if he's homeboys with them, but at least. A compatriot, uh, Yoshinobu uh, Yamamoto, who was also part of the pitching staff for that team, along with fucking Shohei, who ended up striking out Mike Trout. Yeah, which for the last pitch, which was really cool to have that face off. Uh, anyways, yeah. So anyway, so what I was gonna say. So for those that don't know, obviously that's where he came from. He came from Japan. The Angels were the when he was when he was coming over to make himself known to be playing in in America. There was a large amount of teams that were coming after him, and at the end of the 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 thing for some reason the angels were the team that he went with and so he's been with the angels for the last what what's it been like three years three four three or four two, years ish maybe yeah I don't know. that he's been here and now his contract's up so now he was shopping around to go somewhere else because he wants to win a world series and the angels likely are probably never going to give him that at least in their current state 
So there was some bidding, there was some this, there was some that, and so now, man, one of my favorite things that happened. So I think it was John Paul Morosi, like one of the journalists for MLB, uh-huh. said that he was on a flight to Toronto to what, go pre- play for the Blue Jays. Presumably, like I think there was even a headline that said he was gonna going to sign, With but Blue- that like you'll never really know when it comes to journalists because they're just gonna write fluff so they can get, get click, clicks, like, yeah, clickbait shit. This motherfucker said he was on a way on his way to Toronto and he's like he actually had to retract his fucking statement. I'm like, well, there goes your fucking credibility yeah. as a journalist and way nobody's to go. ever gonna nobody's ever gonna believe you again. Yeah, for and nobody's gonna give you information either. Yeah, true. So I, I think that guy maybe single handedly destroyed his career in probably the, the most monumentous <laughs> occasion of baseball. Like yeah. yeah, it's it's wild, dude. That is fucking wild. But anyways, so Shohei eventually ends up signing a deal with the Dodgers, $700 million over 10 years. So that's $70 million a year. Yeah. So also, Shohei just had the Tommy John surgery. Once before. Once before. And once again again recently. So now he technically can't pitch until 2025. So he signs this deal with the Dodgers. Probably he might be DHing, I imagine, or doing that. At least for a year. And that's presumed being presumptuous that in 2025 he may pitch right and and him hitting may slow down that time frame or increase the time frame who knows anything can happen right anything Anything can happen happen. especially if he's still playing so who knows if the dodgers are actually going to get the pitching out of him in 2025 that's just earliest as as we know right now that they're going to get to use him yeah i think the the money i think a lot of people were saying 500 600 million dollars Nobody was thinking 700 million and maybe Damn if he was, if he three was, quarters of a billion dollars. Yeah. So I think maybe if he had his arm intact, if he hadn't gotten a second Tommy John surgery, you may, you may have been looking at the first billion dollar. Yeah. Contracts, sports, sports contract or just. Yeah. I mean, that's a large sum of money, but even 700 million is like a lot. But yeah. Um, well, it's the largest contract in sports history. Yeah. You know, professional sports. It's the biggest contract ever. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, now that the other thing the, uh, that I kind of thought, whatever team that was going to do this with him, mm-hmm. I also I knew that they were going to have to offer up a cough up a shit ton of money. So, I mean, I don't know what the Dodgers salary cap is every year off the top of my head, but I imagine this oh, 70 probably, they're million. Probably, they're probably pretty fucking close to paying. If not, if they're I'm sure they're paying a luxury tax now and it's probably going to be even higher with his contract oh yeah Yeah. definitely because i mean this is just 70 million dollars a year they're adding on now granted luckily for the dodgers they're a large market fucking team so they're one of the historic franchises right so i'm sure that they're making enough money to cover this but it does beg the question and this is the this is kind of the thing about with like you talk about tom brady you talk about teams that were juggernauts or teams that are juggernauts and you know, Tom Brady, yes, he was the star of the show for the New England Patriots for 20 fucking years and won them six Super Bowl titles during that time and basically won the uh, AFC fucking East for 19 out of those fucking 20 years or whatever the fucking number was. Um, the reason why they were able to do that is because Tom Brady was taken basically at his peak like $20 million a year or $25 million. He wasn't making... 70 80 million he wasn't making patrick mahomes money he wasn't making fucking you know these large sums of money so that the team could afford 
hire talent that they could build around him. Yeah, but this was also, uh, I don't know if this is prime. I mean, I don't even know what the definition of prime Tom Brady is because he did it so well for 20 years. Right, yeah. But maybe his best earning years were maybe behind him. And he's like, all right, if I'm going to prioritize winning or staying in football, like the reason you would want to stay in football is to win championships, right, which, yeah. he, which he fucking did. So, yeah, what you're saying is... What's what I'm he, saying is I, he, he prioritized yeah. winning yeah. over his own his own money. Yeah. And so that was how much he wanted to fucking win Super Bowl championships. And it showed it. It was something that him taking less money because he could have the, the deal he got with Tampa Bay. <clears throat> yeah, he got more money from Tampa Bay than he did from the New England Patriots because he was like, fuck, I only got a couple of years left. I might as well fucking go and make as much fucking money as I possibly can. So I get why he did what he did because um, it was finally time for him to make some fucking money. And, you know, that can't be a sustainable fucking act for most teams, I think, to pay somebody this huge salary and then still be able to afford a decent enough team to kind of build around them. So it seems for when I'm reading that uh, it, on the suggestion of Shohei Otani himself, he's deferring large sums of money like in the initial to later to later dates because i think he's probably doing doing it on good faith that he's gonna earn the money that uh he's gonna get paid so for so yes he's gonna be D- <coughs> yeah like it kind of i mean not to like uh undercut the guy or whatever but it makes sense for him not to make let's say fucking $70 million in his first year because he's only fucking DHing. So if they're mm. only paying him like 35 to DH for this year and possibly pitch. And yeah, he gets a 70 million in the second year or whatever. I don't know what the numbers actually yeah, are. Yeah, like, yeah, I get what you're but, saying. Yeah, but to answer so, your question, they still ha- they would still have the money to to start. Theoretically, yeah, up yeah, front for the first and, year or two, maybe. And I still have to see what like yeah, yeah. the deferred pay, like how that's structured. But, right, yeah. but see, then that's the thing too, is by by doing that, then you're also putting a time limit on it. So- you're basically saying, okay, cool. I'm deferring money, the majority of this money for like three or four years, let's say. Yeah. And then once that three or four years is up, if they haven't won a World Series, yeah. then in order to afford his new salary going forward, they're going to have to lose. They're going to have to cut some guys. Yeah. And that's just a plain fact. So, But if there was any team that could do it, it'd be, it the, could Dodgers be the Dodgers because their farm system is sure. probably one of the best in baseball. Yeah. And so that's what's going to end up happening. If they are going to be successful, it's going to be on the backs of guys who are making league minimum is what's going to end up happening. Yeah. You're going to have two or three superstars and then you're going to have the rest of the team's going to be some league minimum fucking rookies. Yeah. And is that is that a winning combination to win a World Series? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Not for the Yankees. I mean, for the Yankees, no, you know, yeah. like it, it, it worked a couple times. <laughs> right. But- Dude, they had fucking A Rod's <coughs> contract for like ten years for three hundred million, and they got one World Series yeah, with him out of him, and that was one, it. And yeah, and that was him being one of the better baseball players, right? And and maybe not even the back half of his career. Like, was he as good as he was in his in his prime years? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I I think that if if it was me and I was in the situation that Shohei was in, mm-hmm. and obviously you don't want to turn to Mike Trout. You don't want to waste your fucking best years playing oh, for a team that's, that's out of contention. Painful. That's still painful. Even as a, a general baseball fan, dude, that's fucking painful. He's on the Angels. No offense. No. Well, I mean, he was. So, and this is the problem that I think the Angels have had over the years is they have had this fucking thing that one guy is going to be the one to change everything. They've had this shitty, dumb mentality. 
Baseball, there's nine fucking guys on the field. There's 26 guys on the roster or whatever, right? Yeah. 30 or whatever the fuck the number is on the roster. But there's there's nine guys on the field. One dude is not going to be the one that makes the difference and makes the team good as opposed to being bad. It's going to take all nine, a collective effort of all nine, or really all 26 guys on the roster mm-hmm. to fucking make that happen. And that mentality, it, it's the proof is in the pudding. That mentality that they've had is a losing fucking mentality because they thought with Mike Trout, oh, we're, we just needed the one Mike, the Mike Trout to get us there. He's our superstar. He's going to win us World Series. Hasn't fucking happened. Oh, that wasn't working. Cool. We're bringing maybe a couple of, oh, we brought in fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, God damn it. Ham- Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. The drug the drug addict. Right. You brought in him. Well, then you brought in fucking, what's his name? The other guy. Uh, Carlos Rondon. Not, not him as well, but the, the fucking dude who was the hitter, he played first base a little bit. And then he went to the Dodgers. Oh, uh, Pujols. Pujols. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They brought in Pujols. Ten was, year, another 10 year. And yeah. they've, they've thrown like crazy amounts of fucking money at like those guys. And I think that was kind of like the selling point to the team or, or uh, for them is like, oh, we're going to give you. Right. Yeah, and then you go, and then you look at, they, they bring Shohei in, and the same mentality was given, oh, this guy is going to be the game changer for us. And yeah, Shohei performed well, but it just proves that no matter how well your one guy performs, you still need to have eight other guys that can fucking do the job. And if you don't have all eight of those guys, or hell, if you don't even have seven of them that can do the job, then you're not going to fucking win. And the Angels haven't made the fucking playoffs. They've made the playoffs in the last 20 years, I think, like four times, for the most part. There's been... Very few times that they've actually made the playoffs. Yeah, I think it was in the 2010s. Yes, like they, the, the, they faced was, Boston. Or yeah, it was like the last time that we were actually in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's this losing fucking mentality. And if like if I was Shohei in this position, I would have said, "Hey, okay, Dodgers, instead of doing a seven-year fucking deal, seven, I would have said, listen, let's do us a three-year fucking deal. You have three years to build a team around me. Mm. I'll take this low-end money now mm. or whatever, this twenty million, thirty million dollars a year, whatever mm. for." I'll take a hundred million, let's say, over three years. I'll delay the first year. I'll make I'll make fifteen million since I'm only fucking in a DH for you, and then we'll just sparse it out over the next two years. Yeah, take that hundred million. Cool. I'm getting paid good, probably more than what the Angels were fucking paying them. And then I say, okay, you have three years to build a team around me, mm. and if in three years we haven't fucking at least made it to a World Series, mm. then I'm I'm shopping myself around again. Because Shohei, regardless of his arm status, the motherfucker can still hit. So. Just on his hitting alone, he can go shop around and fucking get picked up by any team that's willing to fucking, that wants to take him or that he wants to go play for, basically. So I think that locking yourself in for the seven years is fucking, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good for him if the Dodgers fail to perform a World Series. Cause then he's, at the end of it, he's going to be seven years older. And as a pitcher, getting into your mid to fucking late 30s, is not good. That's, Especially for somebody that throws a fastball. Like right. You. That's your that's your main draw or your main attack is a fastball. Your your likelihood for longevity is is starting to wane at that point. And then maybe you go from being a starting pitcher to maybe being a relief pitcher to middle relief because you can only throw maybe three innings instead of seven. And then you go from middle relief to closing because then, well, as you as you progress through your career, that would actually be pretty sweet though to have a fucking closer that could hit like right. Well, that, yeah, it'd be kind of interesting because yeah. then if he came up in the lineup, yeah. it wouldn't matter. So I don't know what the future holds mm. for him in that regard. Yeah. But I think that this generally good for him individually. Mm. I do think it's bad collectively for the Dodgers as an organization. I think that it's going to tie up more money that they don't need to tie up. And if they want to be fucking in the running and win world series mm-hmm. championships, they need to have enough money to spread around 
Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Yeah, I think if it's four or five years that they're deferring payments or large, <laughs> large sums of money yeah. in the first four or five years, this is the window to win. Right. Is the next four or five yeah. years because they're going to have for 10 years. There's no opt out clause. Right. Yeah. There's, there's none nothing. of that. None of that's in there. So I think the Dodgers more than anything are paying for. It seemed evident that they gave up a lot of their play because I didn't even I'm going to be honest, dude, like. Corey Seager, who was the shortstop for the Dodgers for like the longest time, somebody that came up through their farm system. Yeah. He got paid $325 million to go play for the Texas Rangers. And yeah, he won a World Series or whatever. And I, I didn't think that was going to happen, but it ended up happening. And they made the right trade, right trades at the fucking trade deadline. They got Max Scherzer and uh, Nathan Ivaldi, who was actually a fucking Dodger. I remember that motherfucker pitching for the Dodgers, did mediocre numbers just consistently throughout the regular season in all his tenure. Yeah tenure of baseball but when, for whatever reason there's like a switch that goes on with him where he's just like the most clutch playoff yeah. pitcher and he i think he has like two or three world series and he's just like one of those uh journeyman baseball yeah, players yeah. but good for him nonetheless but yeah get, fuck yeah but getting back to Corey seager um the reason the dodgers didn't want to sign him is because he was going to ask for like i think his fucking agent is like scott boris who's like known notorious for Lengthy contracts with yeah. large sums of money. So this was no, not going to be an exception. So Corey Seager was not on the table for the Dodgers. They, they, they were being run by Andrew Friedman, somebody that used to play for play. Somebody that used to run the fucking Tampa Bay Rays organization. That's more of like uh-huh. staying within their fucking lane and not yeah. going for, you know, like basically it's fucking uh money, money ball. With right. Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's money ball. And, that's what the Dodgers were doing for like the longest time is that they were developing within their own their own system, getting those players, getting guys like what the Patriots were doing, where they're getting veterans and yeah. filling in the gaps with that. And like now this is the first big fucking fish that they've gotten in a minute. And uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, it is it pleasing to the fans? Oh, I mean, shit. It's great because like seeing a Shohei Otani in a Dodger uniform is going to be fucking great. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be great for the organization because now Japan across the board is just going to be Dodgers fans. Oh, I can tell you right now, yeah. the boost to the, the the detriment to the Angels is yeah. going to be felt because I can tell you going to Angels games over the last three years yeah. that he's been there. Yeah. Prior to that, <coughs> not a lot of fucking Japanese people or fans in the in the stands. Yeah. It was it's always packed in there with with people from Japan and holding up signs. We love you, Shohei and all yeah. this stuff. And it's crazy to see they because those fans come out and they buy fucking merchandise. They yeah. buy fucking gear. They do that shit. And yeah. now I have a feeling it's going to be interesting to see next season when we go to Angels games, what the turnout is in oh, oh. the in the Japanese uh, or, Zero, Asian, no, or the Asian American. I think it's going to be a lot less. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, this may be well, this will be good for Angel fans because tickets are probably going to go down quite a bit oh, because yeah. Uh, yeah. there's no draw right now. I mean, no, let's be don't. honest, man. Listen, I love Mike Trout to death. This is good, though, good, though, because I mean, go keep going. Yeah, Well, I love Mike Trout to death, but he's, he's no longer a draw. He's he's yeah. uh, he's a journeyman fucking player. He gets injured a lot. Yeah, you know the Angels don't have any fucking major draws right now, and Shohei was it, and now he's gone. Yeah. So unless this offseason they fucking step their shit up, which maybe they will with with new <coughs> the newer managers coming in and shit mm. that they're doing, like I you know maybe they will fucking step it up and do some shit. Who knows? Yeah. But this is gonna be a blow. Like next year, we're definitely gonna be in fucking dead last or close to fucking 
dead last in the in the AL fucking uh, West for sure. And that's cool. It'll be great because I'll be able to go watch the fucking game for front row seats for like ninety five dollars. Like fucking, that'll be great. But, yeah. You know, we'll be able to watch them lose in fucking front front row seats. Who knows, man? I mean, it could be like a fucking Houston Astros situation where, uh, they, yeah. where they tanked for several years and just collected draft picks, and that's how they they got their world championship yeah. teams together. I kind of hope that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But we've been tanking for fucking twenty years now, anyways, and that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So I'm not hopeful that the ownership of the angels has any fucking idea how to run a baseball team. I don't think over the last fuck, when did, I don't know how long ago that Artie Moreno bought the fucking angels. Maybe that was like fucking in the 20 early 2010s, maybe like before that. I don't, I don't know. know exactly, but he bought it from fucking, I think Disney. Cause I think that was when they sold the team. Mm. And in the last, whatever, 15 years that he's, that he's on the team has shown no fucking understanding or concept of, how to run a successful baseball team. Mm. And I don't think that's his fault because he's the owner, but it's his fault as the owner for not fucking hiring the baseball minds in mm. your front office, your GM, your fucking head coach, you know, that front office fucking staff who's running the team yeah. on a day-to-day basis, not having people that are serious about winning championships in those roles mm-hmm. has, has been to the detriment of the team. And, yeah. you know, honestly to the detriment of the organization itself, I feel like, yeah. So, and they were they were that organization for like the longest time that was like the dark horse when it comes to like signing big players and stuff. Yeah. I mean, in spite of like the doom and gloom of Angel baseball, I mean, in the 2020s they did have a good 2010s they had a few good years where I mean, they would get to the playoffs and play against Boston or New York and then yeah. eventually would lose, but um there were a few, good few years like but those are oh, yeah. far and those few are, between. Those are far long gone and definitely I I don't know if they're coming back anytime soon. And they don't have the there's no I don't know if they have the draw to bring in players either. So now it feels like okay, definitely fucking have to build from with their fucking and, farm system. Okay, so I was shocked to begin with that Shohei chose to come to the Angels considering the other options that he was being courted courted by and I was skeptical that this was anything other than just like a PR move to, to bring him on. And now it's, it's been okay. Obviously because the angels brought him on and were able to do absolutely nothing with him, not even generally, not even make the playoffs with him. Okay. They didn't make the playoffs any fucking year with him. So they literally did nothing with him. And now that shows any other top talent that's looking for places to go. Well, if you go to the Angels, you're just going to waste your fucking time. You're just going to be, you're not going to win. You're just, if you want to maybe get money, that's what the Angels are. The Angels are the, they'll pay you good money, but you ain't going to win. And I'll take money. I, yeah. Some guys will take the money. Lie, yeah. yeah some I guys will take, take the money. So maybe there's an option now that they have some money freed up with, with Shohei being gone. I don't know. They're still committed to Carlos Rendon. Oh, uh, that's true. So they still have fucking. I don't know what that contract is. I couldn't tell you. I don't know either, but it's it's probably ridiculous. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they do have some money freed up that they can maybe offer some other. Maybe they can hire two or three, you know, journeyman level, uh, not not quite washed up yet uh, guys. <laughs> not quite. Way. Yeah. But they're still competitive enough that maybe they want to win. Yeah. And yeah, maybe we can put something together and fucking end up making a playoff run. Yeah. In a year or two. But definitely, I don't think I definitely think this blow is going to hurt us for fucking years. Oh, yeah. Years to come. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and maybe, I don't know, maybe he picked the Angels as a test bed for the Dodgers because he didn't. It's like 
you don't want to immediately go to fucking Los Angeles and then shit the bed. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, okay, I'll get the thing just adjacent to it, prove my worth, and, and get then that, get, get the seven hundred million. million. Yeah, which that's smart, man. Yeah. Smart business. That's that's yeah. That's Vince McMahon. Make me that money. Yeah. <laughs> and shit, he could have easily gone to fucking San Diego Padres, but he didn't. That's true. I don't think he. I, I don't. I. You know what? I really don't know why he picked the Angels. I honestly don't. But anyways, getting back to what it means for the Dodgers. Uh, again, so we're talking about Japanese brands probably wanting to make deals with Dodgers. Oh yeah. Uh, TV deals yep. across seas. Uh, to get these games out to Japan. Japan itself probably purchasing. Dodger hats oh, and all, yeah. all kinds of Dodger memorabilia and merchandise. Uh, so maybe that's what the 700 million is about too, is the, um, the capital, the social capital <laughs> that is Shohei yeah. for 10 years. This guy is going to be, I mean, he's like the unicorn of baseball right oh, now. Yeah, so definitely. it's like that whole appeal of that is like, it's not even the baseball part. The yeah. baseball part is the word, the definitely the worrisome part. Cause I, I, I imagine you know, after every Super Bowl or World Series, like the losing team shit that they had made gets sent to fucking Africa oh, right, or to yeah. like impoverished nations. I imagine there's going to be a lot of angel shit coming out of Japan going to impoverish. Be a lot of uh, South Africans and uh, people from Chad wearing fucking angels <laughs> gear because the Japanese are just going to be getting rid of it en masse and just donating it yeah. to buy Dodger shit. Yeah. Um, that makes I, me so sad. As for like <laughs> fucking Shohei being on the team, dude. <laughs> this feels like a step sideways. No offense. Uh, I mean, I love him being on the team, but he still haven't addressed the starting rotation. Yeah. That, that didn't do shit in the playoffs. Uh, even though like, okay, this is considering that a lot of their guys uh, like Bobby Miller, who just came up from the farm system to pitch and he did pretty all right. Considering it was his first season. Yeah. I mean, Kershaw wasn't fucking Kershaw wasn't perfect his first years either, but I mean, he, grew into yeah, the role into and, beca- it, yeah. and, and became an ace but that's that's with the test of time like i don't know if that guy is that person and uh and they've had a number of injuries with like tony gonsolin who became a starter he was like a the the middle reliever like a long yeah. innings guy and then he became a starter injured fucking dustin may somebody that could throw 101 miles an hour like just fucking like nothing uh two tommy john surgeries so he's career is probably over i don't think oh he's, yeah that's he, yeah it's so he hasn't been the same kershaw is basically on his outs so it's like where is the rest of the rotation walker bueller is probably the ace of the dodgers at this point but he's also coming back from injury i, I think it is tommy john Fuck. everybody's everybody's getting tommy, tommy john, john man. you get a tommy john <laughs> surgery yeah so like the starting rotation is fucking uh i think questionable at this rate the starting uh and even like the bullpen i don't even know like what the fuck and if like mookie betts and freddie freeman couldn't fucking hit for dick in the playoffs like and they're paying being paid gobs of money to oh, yeah. do that in the playoffs like i don't know dude like this is more a step sideways than it is no a you're step right forward. it's definitely not a, well again it might even be that whole phrase of two steps forward one step back yeah. because i don't even know if it's even a sideways step it might even be a backward step with him because you're dumping all this money mm. into him and you're already committed to all these other guys that you're paying tons of money that aren't performing. Yeah. It's this is almost they're almost doing the same thing that the Angels did. 
Yeah, it's a 50 50 like you're, you're it, banking it, on it, it. Yeah, but you got to also Shohei's not the only thing that's in this 50 50. Mm. You've got all the performance of everyone else. And this was the whole thing that the Angels said, oh, this will make Mike Trout perform better. This will make all the other guys on the team perform better. It didn't. It didn't do. It didn't work. Mm. So I don't think that it's going to work on the Dodgers. I don't think Mookie Betts gives a fuck if Shohei Otane is here. I don't think he's concerned about his job going away because he fucking plays in a field position. And he can hit decently. So he's not worried about Shohei Otani taking over his fucking field position because he's a pitcher. He's not worried about Shohei Otani taking over his spot in the in the lineup because he's a DH. He's got his own fucking spot. So I don't think it's going to make anyone fucking perform better. It's, if anything, it's going to piss them off and be like, you're paying this asshole $700 million. Oh, I could do to that. Pay f- to play one fucking... One, or pitch one one day, game every five what five days five, five days or whatever yeah and then hit maybe every other day or who the fuck yeah, knows whatever like, yeah yeah um nonetheless even in spite of my like skepticisms and all that shit I do think it's cool for him to be uh I I don't know man like when it comes to Dodger history uh I mean we had Jackie Robinson back in the early days uh the first colored player in baseball yeah. right. Uh, and then I don't even, I think the Dodgers were the first people to get a Japanese player with Hideo Nomo and to have like another Japanese player coming into the fold. It just makes the Dodgers that much cooler. Like I, I fucking love that. Cause I mean, they had plenty of like people from Korea, like Kazi Shi, or actually I think Kazi Shi was Japanese. Yeah. I think he was Japanese, but then they had Hunjin Ru, who was one of the staples in the rotation for like several years uh-huh. and shit, but it's just good to have somebody Japanese again. Cause Something they used to do for this guy named Kenta Maeda, who was one of the starters. Um, mm. he, they used to play fucking Shinsuke Nakamura's music. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, but it was only on the tele- <coughs> it was only on the telecast. Like, oh. oh, it's like oh, starting rotation or pitching today is Kenta Maeda, and then like in the bumper music when they would cut to commercial, they would have or when they would cut back in, they would have oh, Shohei's. Yeah, that's sweet. So I'm like, that's fucking rad. But um, yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I do still think that it's not it, it again, it's a step sideways or it's not going anywhere because again, it doesn't address any of their fucking problems uh, for the Dodgers themselves. But is it cool to have fucking Shohei on the team? I love it. Yes, I love it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and, you know, I, I would just like to say anyone uh, who happens to be on the Dodgers who listens to this, if you want to fucking come talk to us about how you feel about Shohei fucking coming on, you can be on our uh, interview podcast without censor. Uh, <laughs> you know, hit us up. We'll fucking we'd love to talk to you and uh, find out how you feel about Shohei making seven hundred million dollars and you making peanuts compared to that and uh, what you're going to do about it. So fucking dude, dude they, I think they uh, in a day in a day's work, I think he's going to make like four hundred thirty thousand dollars. Fucking, that's crazy, man. Imagine making that much money, dude. I I don't think I make that in fucking in years. No, okay, hold on. You make four hundred thirty thousand dollars in your lifetime. Let's not let's not fucking shortchange it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I can't make half a million dollars in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. Nah. I mean, yeah. I'm definitely. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking money, dude. God damn. What's that motherfucker gonna do with? I mean, what is he gonna do with seventy million dollars in one fucking year? Buy his fucking well, okay, dog hold on. penthouse. He's going to pay half to the government, okay? That's true. Yeah. So he's walking away with like 35 mil cash. Then his agent's taking what? Probably 10%, you think? Yeah. So that's 7 million gone right there. Yeah. Okay, so then you got fucking... So now you're down to 28. 
mm-hmm. million. And then you got fucking who else takes? Does he have a manager? Do, do the Jap does Jap do the Japanese take money out of that? I don't know how that works. I know in For Canada, income. if you're or I know in America, if you're an American player and you're playing on one of the Canadian, well, the only Canadian team now, <laughs> the Blue Jays, right? Because they're the only ones oh, right, left. Yeah. Okay. But if you're playing on there, you have to pay American income tax and, and Canadian, Canadian income tax. So you're oh, getting hit fuck. both ways. So that sucks, but I don't know how it works with Japan. I know he's going to for sure have to pay American and California income tax. Maybe that's where the bid comes in because like they do a bidding thing. Oh, yeah, maybe. So like you pay $30 million up front. Mm. And that's like the that's... tax that they would get for his contract. Oh, for the whole thing. Yeah. Like, all right, well, you won't, we'll take 50 million. Yeah. And then you get, you guys could have fucking. Yeah. That... Or whoever, whatever team is going to sign Shohei. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I get you. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's say he's walking away with, let's say he's walking away with $25 million. That's a lot. Of That's money. still a fucking lot. What's way more money than I can know what to do with? Yeah. Uh, I mean, fuck, man. You know how many Bugattis I would own? <laughs> fucking probably one because that's all they'll probably give me. But, you know, fuck, I'd still do it. I'd buy one copy. I'd buy like every notable comic book, all oh, the number ones. Yeah. Fucking number one Batman, number one Detective Comics, or not number one Detective, Detective Comics 27. Superman or Action Comics, yeah, number, number one, yeah, X Men, yeah, but yeah, dude, yeah, and then I would buy all the Funko Pops that I want signed. By the signed. way, already pre-signed, not even having to fuck with getting them signed. They're already signed and mm. graded. Just buy them outright. Fuck yeah, man. It, is there a coveted uh, off on a tangent? <coughs> but is there a coveted Funko Pop that you you really want? Yeah, there's. It's the original Darth Maul. I think it's one of the most expensive pops that exists. Is it's, it like a gold gold one? No, or? it's just a regular ass darth maul and um, it was it was the first version of darth maul that funko made mm-hmm. and it's worth like fucking i think it's like like 50 grand or something like that or Wait, some shit it's the first funko pop it's the first darth maul version that they made oh, okay, they okay. only sold it like a comic-con or something i think mm-hmm. and that was why it's, it's super rare which is why it's worth so much fucking money yeah and i think there's a hollow like it's him like he's just blue because he's like the hologram version or whatever. Like he's in the in the you know when they're on the oh right yeah. I think there's a version of him that is also super expensive because they made like none of them. So yeah, so one of those that would probably be the one that I would fucking want. Hmm. Or they do like this thing with Freddie Funko, the the mascot. They'll dress him up at you know fucking Comic Con and they'll do like a side event and they'll have him in certain outfits that they sell only a hundred of. And so I would say fucking one of those would probably there's one of those. I don't remember who he is dressed up as, but it's worth like 10 or 15 grand because they only they only made 100 of them. And they they gave I think they gave them away mm-hmm. at some at one fucking event that they did. So you can purchase it. It was like an exclusive. Yeah, uh, that they only gave away to hmm. you had to win it. And there's only like 100 of them. And so it's it, it was a character that I forget which character it is, but it's like a beloved character. So everybody wanted it. Yeah. So now, yeah, it's worth like 15 grand or some shit. So like that would be some shit that I would have in my collection. Probably a lot of signed Star Wars shit too. Mm. You know, signed by everyone. And obviously I'd be paying the premium for, you know, the shit with Carrie Fisher's signature on it because she's dead. So I I would outright 100%. I'd be having all the signed Star Wars shit. David, all, David Prowse, he's dead too. The Darth Vader. Fucking I'd have all his the signed shit from him. Like I would have life-size fucking those those replicas of the, of the <laughs> yeah. characters and shit i'd have a life-size jar jar binks you'd have the carbonite fucking han, han <laughs> yep, solo the carbonite han solo oh man yeah, yeah that would be fucking dope as shit yeah it's definitely time for shohei to start getting on the funko pop 
Yeah, man. He needs uh, to get on the memorabilia bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. I wonder if he has any vices, dude. Like, he's too, he seems like too humble of a guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he has any gambling degeneracy. <laughs> but or like Pete alcoholism. Rose. Yeah. Pete Rose, I, yeah. Dude. I don't think he's got any of those issues. Yeah. Uh, shit, man. One thing I'm really excited for, and I don't know if this is like untouchable or if he could take it with him. Uh-huh. But one thing that I thought was cool when watching Dodd or Angels game is that when somebody would hit a dinger or a tater, uh, they had the Kabuto headdress. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to bring that to Dodger Stadium because I, I would fucking love that. But it, it's know, like man. it's like it feels like that was their thing. That's a gimmick. It, it, that's their gimmick, man. You can't. I don't know if that's. But then here's the other question. Are yeah. they going to continue doing it now that he's gone? I, it's probably not because it's not like they have any other Japanese players, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless they know. pick one up. I don't know. But it, it doesn't even feel right if the Dodgers did it either because it's like they were doing that with yeah, Angels. Yeah, it's the Angels gimmick, you know? It's yeah. the Angels Japanese player gimmick. Um, Man, fucking A. Anyways, all right, I think that's enough on that one. But uh, I, I, we, we've already gone for an hour and 16. I'd like to hit that at least an hour 30. So What do you got? Uh, I want to talk about fantasy fucking football. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, dude. I, I'm, I, we might be able to hit two hours on this because right. fucking <laughs> I... You go first. Okay, so... You we we played in leagues. That's like that's how we started. We played in a league together. At least that's how I started. Yeah. Back in the the 2010s and maybe even pre 2010s, like yeah. slightly. Maybe in 2009. I don't remember. I think 2010s is appropriate. The 2010s is definitely appropriate. That yeah. that was the heyday for us yeah. for fucking fantasy football. Yeah. And we started a league. I think honestly, the show, the league, actually, we I think we watched that and then we said, "Fuck, we should do fantasy football." And then we started a we started our own league mm. on Yahoo fucking Sports. Yeah, and we started a league. We came up with some rules. We had commissionerships. We had rotating commissioner. We had a lot of we had a lot of fucking you know rules and stuff. We ended up getting a title belt made, yeah. a championship title belt for the champion every year, and we got deep. We got hard into it. And I mean, listen, I've lost friends over fucking fantasy football. I'm not, I'm no, I'm not like, that's how deep we got. And it really, looking back, it was over some fucking stupid shit, but that's how serious it was mm-hmm. to, to me at, and to us, I think at, at that point in our lives. Now I don't play fantasy football at all because I've tried, I've dabbled in, cause I go hard in the paint. You know me, I'm, I, I troll motherfuckers. I love the shit talking aspect mm. of fantasy football and I take things and I'm also I take things to the extreme. Mm. And one of the things that I used to do in our fantasy league is I would write these fucking posts and I would just come up with the most ridiculous fucking shit to say. Yeah. I'd write fucking rap songs about fucking who I was playing that week. I would just light them up, light them the fuck up. And then I would always end it with my signature and I would add in a bunch of accolades that I did not earn. So (laughs) one of my favorite ones I would add in was always 16 time world heavyweight champion. I would always add that one in there tribute to Ric Flair. And then I would all, I would add my best ones I think was like former NASA astronaut. (laughs) And then you're like, you're like fucking Kurt angle. Yes. Like where you say you're, you're about loyal or integrity, intelligence, (laughs) and you're like doing the exact opposite. Yes. Like, you're, you're neither of those things. Like you're not, you're not a 16 time world. No, nope. yep, no, no, completely made it all up. Yeah. And then I would, I would do that. And it was fun. I loved doing that. And the guys we played with. Yeah. 
obviously some of them took it fucking seriously and thought I was being for real, but most of them, most of the guys knew me and they were like, Oh, this, this is funny. Josh is just fucking around. Like he's just funny. He's just yeah. doing this cause it's fun for him, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I took that same attitude after playing in that league for many years. Yeah. I took that same attitude when I left that league to another league. And I had told them, I said, Hey guys, I'm just being, you guys are inviting me to this league. And I said, I'm just being serious with you. Okay. Right now I want to have a serious conversation. You're inviting me to this league. When it comes to the shit talking, what are the rules and the regulations? Because I'm just being honest. I, I go hard, you guys, and I don't want to fucking offend anybody and get kicked out of this league. You've been so gracious to invite me into. So I would like to be respectful mm. and I don't want to take it too far because I've been known to do that. But the people I play with in the past know me. I don't really know you guys. I know one of you, then you've invited me. So they all got together and talked about it. And they all assured me, oh, we love talking shit. We love it. We go really hard too. Oh man, you're going to fit in here so good because you just, you like to go hard. Cool. I was like, yeah. All right, cool. Well, are you guys sure about this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're sure. Okay. Um, I basically got kicked out like halfway through the fucking first season. <laughs> because they couldn't handle the things that I was saying. And I wasn't, I, I told them, I said, I'm going to troll you. I'm going to, I'm going to find out your weaknesses and the things that you've done in the past that you regret. And I'm going to capitalize on those things. And I'm going to say them to people. And I said, this is how, this is an example of what I do. And they said, Oh yeah, man, this is, we love that shit. We're so good about talking shit. And I had a dude want to fucking kill me in like, he wanted to meet up and fucking fight. And I said, bro, I thought you guys were cool with shit talking. And so the guy who invited me to the league was like, Hey man, he pulled me aside like halfway through and he, cause, cause guys were getting fucking pissed, man. I was in the text thread. I was getting who the fuck. Cause I think, I think that year, I, I don't remember what my team name exactly was, but I also used to go ridiculous with the team names yeah, too. Did. Yeah. And so I did something that was hyper offensive to them specifically because a lot of them are religious. So I did something Jesus related or Messiah related. Yeah. And I became the persona of, of Christ reincarnated. Oh man. And so that was who I was. I told them, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to be a character. You guys are not going to like, and they're like, Oh no, we love it. You, you do it. So I did, I did what I wanted. I didn't tell them what it was going to be though. And so I did this and I just went, off the fucking rails <laughs> with saying shit about them. I would write in the message board because they were old guys. There's a couple old guys in the league. Yeah. So they didn't read the message board. So I'd write in the message board things about them. And then I'd copy and paste it and send it in the text thread that we had. Cause I knew they checked that. Yeah. And I would say, Oh, Hey, in case you guys didn't see this in the message board, just wanted to let, let you know. <laughs> and then it would just be this long thing of just me just running my mouth about them. And the, the one guy loved Trump. And so I just kept talking about how like, Oh Yeah. This one time, you know, me and Trump, we got these hookers. And I did, I did this whole story about how I was Jesus reincarnated and Donald Trump and me went out and fucking did some shit. And they were just like, I can't believe you'd say that about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And oh, he's not my Lord and Savior. Right. Go yeah. Fuck yourself. Right. Well, President Trump would never do those things like he would never do that. And it was it was just so great. It was just so fucking great. So I got kicked out and I couldn't do it. So then. I got invited to another league a, a year a year after that because I had nowhere to go. So I a friend had said, "Oh man, we're gonna start a work, another league here." Okay, I said, "I don't think you guys are ready for this." I told him the same shit. Same thing ended up happening. I got fucking kicked out like halfway through. Mm. 
guys at work, they needed an extra dude. They knew I played fantasy football and they knew I was good. They knew I've won championships and they were like, oh man, we, we need somebody who's, you know, actually decent that, to can play. And I said, that's cool, man. I'll do it, but I'm not going to half-ass this. I'm going to go all out with the shit talking. Again, <laughs> same, same answer. Oh, we love... They at least let me finish out the season. I won the league. I finished out the season and they still owe me fucking money, by the way. But I won the league and finished out the season, but was not invited back the next year. And I said, hey guys, are you guys still doing that league? Oh, no, no, we're not doing it anymore. And I was like, oh, all right. And then I find I see the guy playing and I'm like, what, what do you... And I looked, I'm like, hey, man, that's the league. You sons of bitches. You just, if you wanted to not invite me, you could have just told me. I've been, and so I said, I've been kicked out of better establishments. And <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So I have ruined friendships. I've lost them. I've ruined people's lives <laughs> playing fantasy football. Yeah. I've won a little bit of money. I have won, I've won, I think in total, I've won, I think, four championships, four or five championships over my time. Mm. in playing fantasy various fantasy leagues and the time suck that is fantasy football in terms of running and managing the actual team Mm. is fucking inconceivable i hate the fucking time in order to be good at it you have to be tracking everybody on your team you have to be paying attention to how they're performing week to week if you want to be successful and now, currently, I don't fucking have the time for it. So I'm never, I'm not going back to fantasy football. Yeah. But there's something about the shit talking aspect that if invited, the only reason I would go back and play, I would just have the worst fucking team. I, don't, I wouldn't pay attention to any of the shit. I would just talk shit. And that'd be the only sole purpose of going back to play fantasy football. Mm. But I don't even think at this point I want to do that because I, I don't, Back then, in those days, I needed that that creative outlet to fucking, you know, get my jollies off, I guess, as you could say. Yeah. And I don't need that anymore because we've got this. So, but fantasy fucking football is the worst fucking thing on the planet. You're gambling every fucking week, essentially. And that's not even... you're not even just gambling with your entry fee that you're going to win or whatever, but you're ga- we would gamble on games. We would gamble and make side bets mm-hmm. on, on people playing other people. I'd be like, oh, Jimmy's playing Timmy this week. Uh, you want to fucking go? You want to bet fucking 20 bucks on, on that game? Oh, yeah, I'll take Jimmy. I'll take Timmy. And it's you're betting on the fantasy teams. You're not even betting on actual NFL teams. You're betting on this fake fucking team. And that's that's a true gambling problem i think is when you get to that point or you're betting on an or you're there was one league i was in where they were setting over unders for the actual games the team games not the fucking nfl games but the teams playing they would set over unders the the, the league the the matchup yeah the league matchup they would set an over under total yeah point totals they'd set up over unders and they would bet on you'd bet on it that's and just, that's straight up degeneracy. straight up degeneracy. And yeah. we would bet on because there were there was one league that I was in that was with some guys that I used to work with. And they were super fucking degenerate gamblers. And so there was one where we would bet on like individual players if they were going to hit targets, like if they would be OK, if you had like a wide receiver. Oh, I think this wide receiver is going to make fucking whatever six catches today for however many yards. So then someone would just say, this is what I think he's going to do. And they'd, okay, cool. I'll take that bet. And they'd over under it. And they'd, they'd come up with a number. Yeah, it's prop. Yeah, prop. Prop bet. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they would do like parlays where they do like three different or five yeah. different players. Yeah. And you're just, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. 
And I'd add up the numbers and I'm like, guys, we're literally betting more money every week than our entry fee was to fucking get into this fucking league. Yeah. So really winning the league became almost irrelevant yeah. because it was just trying to make money week to week off of each other. Mm. And it was funny because you'd go on to some tears for like two or three weeks where you, yeah, you'd fucking win all those, all these bets and you'd win like six, 700 bucks. But then <laughs> you, you better hang on to that money because then the next week and the next three weeks, you're going to go on a losing streak and you're going to end up being in the hole yeah. if you didn't fucking hang on to that money. So yeah, it, 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 it breeds some degenerate fucking behavior for sure. Yeah. What's your experience with fantasy football? Oh, I mean, obviously I played in a league with you and yeah, you said all that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, dude, I just fucking hate fantasy football at this point. It's it's pointless fucking clout. Like, sure, you could win five championships and be like, oh, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Um, you look even stupider with the belt. Like if you had a belt in your league, um, you wear, wear it in public, which I did, ironically. Uh, for a party. oh yeah. yeah, I did too. We all yeah. did. And anytime we wanted, we would wear the belt. That was that was the allure of going to fucking when we did that draft at uh, what is it, the wing place that one time. Yeah. Uh, fucking, we did the draft, went there, and yeah, like oh yeah, if you you wear the belt, like you have, dude, man, we had the whole board set up and everything, like just straight fucking straight up. We bought the the package, the fucking the fantasy football draft package that they had. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um. The, the amount of time that you put in, I mean, dude, you're checking to see if, like, your players are eating their Wheaties and tying their shoes right, uh, making sure they're still married to their wife. Yeah, true. Um, just keeping track of all that and only really, I mean, it depends. Like, if the, the buy-in fee is, like, you know, 50 or 100 bucks, yeah. it, might, it might be worth it. But even then, dude, for 18 weeks of just not you know non-stop keeping track of your players and shit and the worst part is dude the players you draft i mean shit that may not even be your team by the end of the fucking thing like you're always constantly checking uh or swapping out players because people get injured yeah. and that's the worst part dude is when you get to the playoffs and you're like an 11 and 0 team or whatever your record is and you're you get a first round bye and then you go to the semifinals <coughs> and you end up losing to like the six seed team yeah and you were the best team all fucking season. That is the worst. I've it had is. that happen on multiple fucking occasions. And I'm like, this shit sucks, dude. And it's just because of the timing of you're winding down the season. So all the best players that you have on your team are usually getting sat if their teams are in playoff contention because they don't want to get them to get hurt. Yeah. So, you know, if a team that would be the, the kiss of death is a team that you're you had one or two players on that clinched a playoff spot. Yeah. You'd be like, fuck, I got to get rid of these guys because they're not going to play yeah. for the rest of the season. So I need to dump them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just like that whole situation with keeping track of players and doing this for 18 weeks and basically like your Sundays are just dedicated to watching football. It, honestly, you don't have to pay attention. You don't have to watch all the games and shit, but you're gonna because like you got some money riding on yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, it's just, it's just a, it's just a fucking time suck, dude. Like you spend fucking Monday watching football. You spend Thursday watching football. You spend fucking Sunday watching football. And for what? Just to win fucking twelve hundred dollars? Maybe, maybe, you're lucky. maybe. And it's like <clears throat> I can think of so many better things I could do than watch fucking football and do this shit. Like, and I'm currently in a league, and I was actually in the sixth spot for the playoffs. And then for seven weeks, I hadn't been able to access uh, my my team. Yeah. So I didn't do anything, and I was actually in the sixth spot. So. I didn't, <laughs> and uh weren't even fucking playing no i wasn't fucking playing yeah. and i was winning 
And then the minute that I come back and I get access to playing my start team, losing, streak. I start fucking losing, and I'm I'm basically out of it. But I'm like I'm great because then at this point I can just dial it in and don't give a shit, and this is going to be the end of like and I already yeah. paid my league dues. So I don't really care what happens at this point. I'm fucking done with fantasy football. So fuck fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, I can I can get behind that. Fuck fantasy football. I, I will likely never play again. Yeah, so it can, and, it can suck my big fat ass. <laughs> you know, it can suck your big fat chapped ass. Chapped, uh, chapped ass. Yeah, <laughs> fantasy football really chaps my ass, dude. Yeah, dude. It. I I can't even. I, and look, I I can't lie. I mean, I've had some good times doing it, and just like with anything else in our lives you have good times and you have bad times and i feel like fantasy football though a lot more chapters over dude it's done it's it's, it's, closing a chapter on that fucking on that book yeah Yeah, i i I closed that chapter a few years ago and i think it was fucking well worth my my time to 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 get rid of that yeah because man it is it is bad yeah so anyways Uh, i think this wraps up i think that i I didn't really have much more uh talk about than that so anyways so Hey, this was the BFN show fucking sports edition. So, hey, if you liked it, fucking let us know if you think that. I mean, shit, I didn't think we'd be able to get an hour and a half out of that couple topics that we talked about. So Mm. I don't know. Maybe uh, we'll do this again and see where we go. And maybe we'll have enough shit to start a fucking sports podcast specifically dedicated to that. I don't know. If you're still still around, hopefully uh, I don't know if we're going to have the TV movies Oh, we are yeah uh but if anything if we're seeing gojira or godzilla minus one oh that, least... that will surely be the first topic oh yeah that'll be the first episode for sure because we're gonna go we're, yeah so stay tuned if you want to hear a good fucking review of Go <laughs> gojira minus one i want to take a notebook and just start taking notes and shit so we like because i know after the fact oh yeah we're gonna we'll, like forget i'm gonna forget yeah Got to do it while it's hot, so we'll see how it goes. That's a good idea. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, same thing, fucking as always. If you uh, like us, go ahead and fucking subscribe. Follow us. You know, do all the other bullshit. And, you know, fucking, I don't know. Go go give your balls a tug. Yes. As they say. And uh, let me see here. Uh, what else do we have? If you want to, uh, pretty soon we're going to have up, if you want to hear our interview uh, that we did for a music industry insider, heavyweight, top tier executive, you can listen to our new podcast that'll be out in January without censor. The the Game Rage Magazine interview podcast. Interview podcast, yeah. So uh, go ahead and uh, check that out and, uh, you know, whatnot. So... All right, well, have a good fucking night. This has been the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. Also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com for a host of other podcasts and more. Thanks for listening.